Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. We're joined on the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Let's start with uh, the Brexit negotiations kicking off in the UK today. Yeah, Sukin, I mean, that's a big one, actually kicking off yesterday. And I think, uh, you know, the mandate, it, it, it's very unclear what uh, the mandate the British government has uh, going into these talks. Obviously, after the undecisive elections on June the 8th, where Theresa May didn't win an outright majority in Parliament, um, it's a little bit confusing as to what Britain's mandate is going into these negotiations. Nonetheless, um, you know, they did kick off yesterday, and obviously, you know, it's still far too early on to get any major conclusions. And I think the first week... In fact, possibly we have to wait the first couple of weeks before we see any real progress being made on discussions. Um, although, you know, some big issues have already been put on the agenda, Sakina, including a 100 billion euro uh, pay, net pay, or, or gro- rather gross payment settlement, which, uh, you know, Britain must settle in, uh, which the EU calls it, uh, in order to respect its financial obligations for the period during which it was a part of the EU, um, you know, it, b- before negotiations can even start. Now, you know, there will obviously be a bit of negotiation between what that number will be, and the British camp are already very divided on that. If we look at uh, Philip Hammond mentioning that uh, you know Britain will meet its financial obligations because it's a nation that meets its financial obligations, and uh, you know more radical MP um, uh, Boris Johnson was obviously spearheaded the Brexit campaign, mentioning that you know that bill is absolutely ludicrous. So, so Ken, I think the first week is really going to be about negotiating in good faith. And, rega- and rebuilding trust between the EU and Britain uh, before negotiations really get underway. But, uh, you know, there's a lot at stake. I mean, if one considers um, the fact that, you know, every one percentage point shave off UK GDP uh, costs the exchequer around about £14 billion in tax revenues annually, um, you know, th- th- that's, quite a, that's quite a hefty number in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the tax revenues that, 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 that will be declined because of GDP shrinkage. And, you know, we obviously know that uh, GDP has gotten massive support in the UK from the EU relationship because of the trade agreements and, you know, the free movement of capital, the free movement of goods and services, uh, the free movement of people. So, Sakina, I think, uh, and, and, and these, these talks are going to extend over the next 18 months, over which period, uh, you know, undoubtedly there will be a lot of uncertainty, which, uh, you know, if anything else, holds back investment and holds back business activity. So, Sakina, we hope that these negotiations can go well, that there can be an orderly uh, exit of Britain from the EU and that, you know, it won't have a dent on a global investor confidence um, moving forward because we all saw the shock reaction we had, that markets had after, um, you know, the Brexit vote last year, June, and, you know, I think what, what's of critical importance now is negotiating an orderly exit and uh, a, a deal which ultimately is the best deal for the global economy in terms of, uh, you know, as little being shaved off global GDP as possible and maintaining strong relationships between Britain and the, and the European Union, which is, in the, which is in the world's interest ultimately, but most importantly in Europe and Britain's interest. And then um, the U.S. markets closing on record highs yesterday, mainly due to that recovery in technology shares. But let's talk about that, uh, particularly after last week's sell-off, Nadir. 
Yeah, Sakina, so, uh, you know, the tech wreck which is, is what it's being dubbed now, um, you know, but we're seeing some of a recovery of some of those lows with the biggest rally um, in the S&P tech index for the year of 2017. So it rallied 1.7% yesterday, and that's the biggest single-day rally since December the 7th last year. So um, we've seen tech stocks starting to recover off their lows, um, and it's quite an interesting one because these are fundamentally companies which have solid growth prospects, you know, and the so a large extent, a lot of these companies, if one looks at Apple, Microsoft, um, you know, Amazon, Amazon certainly, uh, you know, Facebook possibly less so, but even Google, you know, there's actual real earnings growth which we're seeing coming through in these companies and phenomenal earnings growth, um, you know, in certain aspects north of 20% and in terms of uh, Apple and Microsoft probably, um, you know, in the, in the high, double, high single digit, high, uh, sorry, low double digits uh, to mid-teens, um, but, and, and strong cash flow generation. So, you know, the bottom line is that a lot of these companies are fundamentally very, very attractive in terms of the kind of growth profile you're getting, in terms of the kind of cash generation that you're getting. Um, and it's very different to, uh, you know, the tech bubble which we saw in the early 2000s where, uh, you know, some of those companies were being valued on ludicrous metrics, um, you know, without having any sort of earnings base or any sort of prospects of growing that earnings base. So we still do have a couple of those tech stocks in the system, uh, you know, listed on the markets. Um, at the moment, but uh, the kind of tech that we're seeing recovering and rallying now is certainly the, 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 the tech which has attractive growth prospects and after a bit of a wobble, um, you know, investors seeing an attractive opportunity to power back in and, you know, top up their allocations there or perhaps introduce allocations there at more attractive valuations um, and we've seen that recovery come through and it's actually quite pervasive across the globe. I mean, if you've seen, uh, it's not only U.S. tech but tech across the globe which is rallying and if we look at it from a local context you know, which is more relevant to South Africa. We're even seeing a recovery um, in Naspers, and we know through, uh, Naspers has the stake in a Chinese internet company Tencent, and, uh, you know, due to that, uh, the appreciation of that share price in Hong Kong, we're seeing a strong recovery in Naspers after a really challenged start to June, you know, at one point down about 6.5%, uh, but we're seeing a recovery of some of those losses with Naspers actually ending up um, over 3% yesterday. So the tech recovery seems to be taking hold, Sakina, fundamentally fairly attractive companies. You're getting in at a more discounted multiple after the sell-off. And I think the important thing is to differentiate the winners from the losers, the guys who are actually generating earnings growth and have strong free cash flow generation, uh, you know, supporting a share price recovery. On the deal, we'll leave it there for today.